0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: Politics,
2: culture, chaos. It's time to make sense of it all. It's time
1: to have a little fun. This is your afternoon dose of sanity. This is the Rich Zioli podcast.
3: The president was in Jersey today to uh, talk about infrastructure. He whispered, he yelled, and he praised Governor Phil Murphy. 8,000 people died in nursing homes in New Jersey. Biden said, thanks, thanks, Gov, for showing us the way. Good afternoon. Welcome to the podcast. Hope you're having a great day today. Busy afternoon with the presidential visits to North Jersey to talk about infrastructure. Uh, and of course, this comes right before Governor Phil Murphy is on the ballot again Tuesday, next Tuesday, is Election Day, November 2nd. Uh, I think Cittarelli's chances are good. I really do. I think his chances are good. They're solid. It's, uh, it's a blue state, but, you know, New Jersey has not reelected a Democrat governor in, like, 40 years or something like that. So he's got—the chances are good. I mean, he's behind in the polls, but only—I mean, he's almost within the margin of error. I I, for one, think that people are fed up with Murphy. I also think there's a lot of people who just don't care enough for him to come out. I really do. I think that's a thing. They just don't think it's, you know, I mean, they just don't think they need to. Uh, Jack Cittarelli is doing very, very well. And I think he's he's got a, a new ad out, which is really good. I'm just going to let you hear it a little bit and see. Remember, if a Republican wins in Jersey and a Republican can win in Virginia, this is serious momentum. This is a new ad that Jack Chidarelli put out. It's called Death Sentence. It's all about Murphy's nursing home debacle. Take a listen to this.
1: At the height of the pandemic, Governor Murphy used his power to force nursing homes to admit COVID-positive patients.
4: Patients will die. You understand that by asking us to take COVID patients, that patients will die.
1: Governor Murphy was warned. He sentenced 8,000 seniors and veterans to death anyway. Why? In many cases, those are end-of-life patients to begin with.
3: Now we know. and of life, patience to begin with. And now we know. So that's a, that's a really good ad. He's put out some good ads. And then over the weekend, watching the Eagles game, what a waste of time that was, I watched and saw the ads paid for by the New Jersey Governor's Association, the Republican Governor's Association. So that was really good, too, I thought. And uh, look, you know what? I mean... This whole thing about Jack Shirelli will take New Jersey backwards, and I don't even know what that means exactly, but that's Murphy's whole thing. We're not going back. We're not going back. And I don't know what, what going back means exactly. What What does that mean? We're not going back. We're going back to a time when we didn't have a pandemic. <laughs> Nursing home people were still alive. Veterans were what going back when, where? Tell me. But this is the problem, though, right now. Phil Murphy is running a campaign and we don't have a big media market in New Jersey. So the reality is, for a lot of this, Jack shirley has got to spend money to cut through. He's got to spend money to cut through the noise. And so having Biden in town helps Murphy because then the national media covers it and maybe they'll cover a little bit of Murphy's speech or they'll mention his name or something like that. In fact, this is Biden thanking Phil Murphy for showing him the way.
2: Well, Governor Murphy... So many of the national challenges we're confronting are areas where you're already leading, and that's not hyperbole. Whether it's making health care or preschool or college more affordable, providing paid family leave, (coughs) replacing lead in pipes and protecting public health. So thanks for showing the way, pal. Thanks for showing the way.
3: Thanks for showing the way. 8,000 people died in your nursing homes, and you were warned about taking those patients in. But thanks for showing the way, pal. Thanks. <clears throat> Biden also coughed in his hand and then proceeded to shake hands with people. Really disgusting. Gross, right? <clears throat> Guy's coughing all the time with the coughing. Coughs in his hand. Doesn't even do the sleeve thing. Walks over and starts shaking hands. Super spreader over here, this guy. So that's, uh, that happened earlier in Jersey today. On the Virginia side of the issue, Terry McAuliffe at one point had complained that people stay in politics too long. Did you know that? Terry McAuliffe had said that. Yeah, people stay in politics for too long. They got to get out. How about you getting out? You've been you've been running for governor of Virginia. You've you've been all over the place, but it's okay because the truth of the matter is that this is Terry McAuliffe is having some real problems here, and I think that if the Republicans can win, imagine that if the Republicans can win in Jersey and in Virginia, that would be amazing. That really would be amazing. Oh yes, Biden on trains. Right if, here, here we here we go. Take a, Take a listen to this.
2: No little expression. Time is money. As one computer said, if you're on the train and they say portal bridge, you know, you better make
3: other plans. As one computer said, got it. As a computer said, not a commuter, a computer. All right. Very good. Now, now, you know, now, you know what a computer said. It's very, very helpful, isn't it? One computer said, if you missed the train. Anyway, he's just reading again because that's what he does. He reads. He's the reader in chief. He also did a little yelling today too. Did a little yelling, whispered and yelled, whispered and then yelled. They the all one two punch here. Take a listen to this. Everybody talks about
2: children and Josh has heard me say it. I view it as a tax cut for middle class families, a tax cut. We never have an argument when we talk about the wealthy. This is a tax cut.
3: It changes the lives of the American people. See that? Ye- yelling, whispering and then yelling. It's what he does. It's very bizarre, isn't it? It's very bizarre, but he does this a lot. So here's Terry McAuliffe <clears throat> claiming that critical race theory is not taught in Virginia. These two races, New Jersey and, and Virginia, are absolutely going to be bellwethers for a lot. I mean, if the Republicans win, it's, it's, it's going to be huge. If they come really close, it's going to be great. I mean, these are blue states. Uh, but this is this is good. Now, take a listen to to this lie again. But,
2: you know, this is young and trying to stir up this critical race theory, which I'll be honest with you, Bill, I find highly offensive. Critical race theory is not taught in Virginia. It has never been taught. It is a racist dog whistle. And I'm
1: really tired of it.
3: Well, it's, it's not true, actually, what he's saying. Uh, critical race theory is part of the curriculum movement in Virginia. No doubt about that. And it's a lie. Again, it's a lie to suggest otherwise. Enrollment in just one county in Virginia, Fairfax County, enrollment in their public schools continues to dip, having now fallen more than 10,000 students have left since the onset of the pandemic. Isn't that amazing? I mean, people are, are, are saying enough is enough. Enough is enough. This is a this is a mess, what's going on here. Gas prices, are you paying it? Are you feeling it? Of course you are. Everybody's feeling it.
4: You know, Jose, you talked about MSNBC. those extreme prices in places like California, Nevada, and Hawaii. I'll leave you with this stat. There is not a single state in the United States that has an average below $3 a gallon. So just one more indication how difficult this is going to be on consumers as we head towards that holiday season. Jose?
3: It's going to be really bad for consumers, and they're mad, and they don't, They're don't. they're really upset by this. Really upset by this. And I don't, I don't blame them. I mean, I, I'm feeling it. You're feeling it. We're feeling it. And we know that the worst is yet to come. Worst is, worst is yet to come. And what are Democrats screaming about? Well, Obama was in Virginia. He's screaming about something or others and pretending that, oh yeah, we're all making this up about critical race theory and everything else. We're all making it up. It's not real. It's not true. We
5: don't have time to be f- wasting on these phony, f- up culture wars, this fake outrage that right-wing media is pedals to juice their ratings, and the fact that he's willing to go along with it instead of talking about serious problems that actually affect serious people, that's a shame. That's not what this election's about. That's not what you need, Virginia.
3: That's not what this is about. That's instead not what of you forcing need. forcing
5: our communities to cut back at a time when we're just starting to recover, we should be doing more to support people who are educating our kids and keeping our neighborhoods safe.
3: Ie unions, uh, new Virginia poll out. Parents of K through twelve children. Among those parents, Glenn Youngkin leads fifty six to thirty nine percent. Glenn Youngkin, the Republican. Terry McAuliffe, Democrat. Fifty six to thirty nine percent. Now that's huge. I I believe these two states, Jersey and Virginia, are absolutely going to come down to parents' education being top of mind. Always taxes in the background, inflation, spending, the gas. I mean, all this is going to help too, but. Parents have had it with mandates and everything else, and they know that a vaccine mandate is coming in both of these states if these two yahoos get elected. They know that. You elect McAuliffe, you elect Murphy again, you're going to have uh, vaccine mandates on your children. There's no doubt about it. No doubt about it. Now, the good news, though, is that if if the rising prices stinks, I mean, it stinks for you and for me, we'll see how it affects these two bozos in the election coming up. But Janet Yellen says rising prices are going to continue to the end of next year. we got a big election coming up in 2022. You might have heard this. We've got every single member of the House of Representatives is up for re-election. You're facing the voters now with rising prices, and it's going to continue to rise. So what's it going to be like this time next year? I'm not rooting for it. Believe me, I don't want this. But this is kind of out of my hands. So there's nothing I can really do about this. But if it happens and it's still a thing and they can't control it by next year... They got some problems.
4: As this rising inflation is hitting She's Americans' wallets hard, impacting everything from gas prices to groceries, when Treasury do you Secretary expect yelling. inflation to get back to the, you know, 2% range which is considered normal? 2022, 2023,
0: when? Well, I expect that to happen next year. Um, monthly rates of inflation have already fallen substantially from the very high rates that we saw in the spring and early summer um, on a 12-month basis the inflation rate uh, will remain high uh, into next year because of what's already happened but uh, i expect improvement uh by the end of by the middle to end of next year second second half of next
3: year second half of 2022 Second half of 2022. We're going to keep seeing rising prices until the second half of 2022. Imagine that. Oh, man, I'll tell you what. It's this is look, I'm glad I'm not a Democrat on the ballot because this is absolutely going to stick to them. No doubt about it. So let's think we got two states right now, New Jersey and Virginia. Let's think about what these two states can tell us about the rest of the country. First of all. At this moment in time, COVID is not, not a thing. It's not a thing. Yet these two act like it's a major thing. And that's, the, that's a, a problem for them right now. They act like it's a major thing when it comes to your kids in schools. You don't have a choice. You don't have a say. You have to mask up your two-year-olds and mask up your children no matter what. But we, the rest of us, were are living our lives like normal people. So it shows us in these two states, they, this is representative of the control that Democrats love to have over people and the control that they never want to give up. Even though COVID numbers are so incredibly low right now, hospitalizations, deaths, it's, it, it's not a thing. It's a thing in the sense that it's an endemic and it's going to be here with us forever. But we're beating this thing. We're beating it. I don't know why people can't just come out and say that and celebrate that. We're beating COVID. We're beating COVID. We save lives now. COVID, get COVID. It's not a death sentence anymore. This should be something that people celebrate. But instead, we have these draconian policies, these draconian overlords who just will not give up their say and their power over us. They just refuse to do it. And their, their strategy has been that the more we go all in on COVID, the better for us, because it's become, like many things, like a religion to the left. You must mask at all times, have vaccine mandates for every single human being on the planet. You must get 100% vaccination. It's, it's, it's like a cult in that sense. And that's a terrible thing. Then you have this guy, Terry, you have this guy, Terry McAuliffe, who says, listen, uh, parents really shouldn't have a say in their education process. That's what he said. And you got a governor in New Jersey, Phil Murphy, who's making all the decisions himself. So we'll see how these two things shape up and shape out in this election. Oh, Biden went to an elementary school in Jersey today, by the way. I should mention that to you. He also gave the elementary school kids his, hey guys, his thoughts you. on how to deal with the press. Would you like to hear this as Biden's giving them a little bit of uh, thoughts on how to handle the press?
2: Hey, guys, thanks for letting me come in your classroom.
0: Thank you so much.
2: Appreciate it.
3: And Mr. President,
2: uh, you ought to talk to me about the presidency. You know, when you're president, see all these people here? They're, they're with you all the time. They get to ask you all kinds of questions, and you try to figure out how you can avoid answering them sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, you know, this really does, as you know,
3: I'm- By the way, his strategy for just answering them is just turn your back and walk away. That's what he does. Come out and read a prepared statement on a computer and then turn your back and walk away. That's what he... Done. You're done. That's it. That's, he, that's, that's the whole strategy right there. And this, he's talking to these preschoolers. This is hysterical.
2: I walk by, Super, you you, you know all the electors over here, don't you?
3: Absolutely. It's such an honor to have
2: everyone here. Thank you. <laughs> we were all talking about earlier. These kids look so is, uh, bored. A fundamental shift in education. Yes. And what, you're gonna to go to college, right? When you're old, you're gonna to go to college? Yeah, I think so. He's
3: like a creepy, I'm telling you, if you can see the video, he's like a creepy old man lurking over these children. You're going to go to college, kid? Huh? You want candy? Huh? And the kid's looking at him like, what? And these are preschoolers. You are preschool kids in New Jersey. Of course, they're all sitting there wearing masks. And, uh, and the president's wearing a mask, of course. You're going to go to college? Huh? You want to get my van? Huh? It's, cre- it's just creepy.
2: You'll be able to. Yeah. Well, it's nice seeing y'all. Thank you, thank you, thank you for letting us come in. By the way, you see this man here? He's the governor of the state. He's, he runs the state. And this is his wife who runs him. <laughs> and me and everybody else.
3: These preschool kids have no idea what the, what the president's talking about. It, way, to, way to relate to kids. He's got the shooting tie on. The kids are just playing with their Legos. They have no idea what any of this is. They say, hey, hey you gonna go to college? Huh? Hey, you gonna go to college? So, turn our attention for a moment, shall we, to Wuhan. Uh, The Wuhan lab leak theory, which at the time that it came out, uh, we now know is a uh, medical criminal cover-up, so that all roads did not lead back to the funding for the Wuhan lab, which came from Washington, the National Institute of Health, the National Institute for Infectious Disease, Anthony Fauci, Francis Collins. They lied about it. They wanted you to think that it was racist to suggest a Chinese scientist could have accidentally allowed the virus to get out, but not racist to suggest that some guy went to a wet market and ordered a bat and ate it because the Chinese have just really barbaric eating pra- practices. So that was okay for you to say that. You can go to somebody and go, listen, this pandemic started because some dude went to a market and these people were disgusting. A guy ate a pangolin, ate a bat, Next thing you know, we got a worldwide pandemic. That's not racist, apparently. But if you went and you said, Well, I think a scientist might have accidentally, in the process of doing experiments, might have somehow or another released the virus by mistake, accidentally left the lab. That's totally racist. Again, I have no I, I In my mind, I still can't figure the two because I would think if you were doing a game, like, guess the racism. You know what I mean? And you just, you you take people and you go, I'll read you two scenarios. Guess which one's racist. And they just didn't know anything about this. They'd never heard about this before. And you go, and you had card A, card A. So a scientist in China accidentally releases a virus he's been studying because viruses sometimes leak from laboratories, especially when they are not secure. Only biosafety level three. Accidents happen. Okay. Card number two. Man walks over and eats something he should not eat. A wild, barbaric animal eats it, drinks its blood, eats its its undercooked flesh, and causes worldwide pandemic because these people have really, really backwards, gross eating habits. Guess the racism in the game. You know, <laughs> guess the racism. You're gonna pick. You're gonna pick this second one all the time. You go, what? What a t- terrible stereotype about Chinese people you're making. Right now, that's terrible. Why would you say that? But that's what happened. That's exactly what happened. You bring up the lab leak, you were slammed for that. That was a wet market yelling at you all the time. Now we know that that was a lie done deliberately to cover their tracks. We now know the NIH was funding gain-of-function research. We now know they were making this virus more contagious, more deadly. And we know that the virus got out. How it got out, if, if it's an accident, I mean, they say it. Probably is. I don't necessarily believe that, but anyway, on CNN, Pamela Brown confronted the head of the NIH director, Francis Collins, because the question is whether or not this was an oversight failure in light of now the admission that what we've all known this entire time, what you've said, what I've said, what we've all said is that, let's face it, this came from a lab. So now the question is, well, how are you and Fauci ever going to get any credibility, any street credit back, huh? How are you going to do that now, now that we know that you people were lying to us?
0: I want to continue our conversation with Dr. Francis Collins, the director of the National Institutes of Health. Um, Dr. Collins, I want to talk about what has been making some headlines in the last few days and what appears to be a major ship. The NIH now admits to funding risky research in the Wuhan lab years ago through EcoHop Alliance but just found out about this in August of this year, um, is saying in a letter to Congress it was done in a limited experiment and that the mice became sicker with one type of Back coronavirus compared to another type. In May, this is what Dr. Anthony Fauci declared.
1: The NIH has not ever and does not now fund gain-of-function research in the Wuhan Institute. Do they fund of Virology. Dr.
0: Barrick? Dr. Collins, how could he say that when you're just now finding out out that U.S. tax dollars were being used to pay for this risky research in that Wuhan lab two years ago? If you didn't know about what was going on, what else do you not know about?
3: All right. Now, let me pause it for a moment and just say that I am really impressed with CNN's Pamela Brown for going here with Francis Collins. And good. I mean, good to hold these people accountable. That's the other thing in this whole thing that I've never understood Fauci and Collins are bureaucrats. We have exalted these people. We have made Fauci a santo Fauci. Brad Pitt plays him on TV. What a hero he is. You criticize Fauci. You were just a conservative who didn't believe in the virus and blah. You think the whole thing's a conspiracy? No. I, I, I mean, I always go back to the fact that if these idiots were honest with everybody back in January, February, and it said when Wuhan was under lockdown, hey, you we, we might have caused this. We might have done this. Maybe things could have been different. But instead they go, this is us. So let's tell everybody it came from a bat. And that Chinese people eat bats. And everybody went, that's a good idea. And not at all racist to suggest that. Not at all a stereotype. Not in no way, shape, or form is that ra- I mean, I know. It's, you have to, to, to try to get your head around the logic in this is, is absolutely amazing. It really is just amazing.
4: So I'm glad you're asking because this really needs to be clarified. Part of the confusion here, Pam, is this term gain of function. In common scientific parlance, gain of function involves all kinds of experiments where you're trying to understand the function of a particular biological cell. For instance, cancer immunotherapy or we're trying to give people with cancer a chance to fight off their cancer by i just want to be
0: clear cancer. sorry dr collins i do want to interrupt because i think i want to be clear i'm not i don't need to, to get into the nitty-gritty about gain of function good. Good for this you. is to say and i know
3: it, it's and this is this is the this is the thing right oh no no there's lots of things we do to help and everything else and it's uh, trying to make him sound like the good guys again so I'm glad she's shutting that down and going, no, actually, we're going to focus on, on what you did here in Wuhan.
0: Manipulating a virus to make it more pathogenic. But this is to say that grant money was given to eco health alliance that was then then conducting research in the wuhan lab and eco health alliance violated the terms of its contract by not immediately notifying uh, the nih of this risky research it was doing you're just now finding out so the question is um you know how how can you know What this money is going toward, what kind of research this is going toward, in places like the Wuhan lab. If you're just now finding this out from EcoHealth Alliance, how the U.S. taxpayer dollars was being used.
3: Well,
4: EcoHealth did violate the terms of their grant award.
3: So let me tell you what else is happening now, and in some extent, CNN's in on it too, with her question right now to uh, Collins. I always know it's only a matter of time when you listen to these interviews. Eventually, these. These news people will show their hand, as as she's just done here, to to blame now. Now the talking point is it's Eco Health Alliance that did something wrong here. So the NIH and uh, Fauci, they give money to Eco Health Alliance, Peter Daszak's group, and then it's their group who does all this gain of function research and doesn't tell anybody at NIH, doesn't let anybody know. So Fauci's in the dark and Collins is in the dark. Get it? This is their way of going like that, washing their hands of it. And it's a lie, and don't fall for it, because it's, it's absolutely a lie to suggest that they did stuff with the, with the money that was never actually outlined in the grant proposal. That's a lie. And secondly, it, 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 why then did you spend 18 months covering this up instead of holding EcoHealth Alliance accountable, if that's the case? Why not back in March of 2020 would you not bring Peter Daszak in and go, we think this dude did it? These people are lying through their teeth right now about this.
4: But I wanna make it really clear, Pam. That's why I started explaining what this term gain of function means. Yes, they did some things they should have told us about, but they did not do the kind of gain of function research that requires special high-level oversight. That's where the confusion arises. Yeah, they've messed up. Uh, We are gonna hold them accountable. They sent us a progress report two years late that they should have sent a while ago and it had information in it that they should have told us about but let me be clear this was in no way no way connected with the advent of SARS-CoV-2 and COVID-19 and anybody
3: who tries And to we're not those saying does, that. I'm saying okay, I'm saying it because we know that the Chinese military also got involved in these experiments as well. But the bottom line is Fauci needs to be held responsible for this. He needs to be responsible Now, he was on with the unbiased journalist George Stephanopoulos on Sunday. Uh, This whole thing about now that the NIH did fund gain-of-function research. And Rand Paul has gone after Fauci about this, and he said, Senator, to be clear, we do not fund gain-of-function research. Well, no, you actually do. You actually do fund gain-of-function research, and this was another lie. So he confronts Fauci about this. Remember. The
5: controversy over whether the U.S. was funding risky COVID research in Wuhan was kicked up again this week when the NIH released a letter about that research which showed that the subcontractor had not disclosed some results in a timely manner. Now, now some critics and analysts have seized on that to say you and others have misled the public about U.S. funding of this so-called gain-of-function research. The NIH says that's false. Our medical unit backs that up. But Senator Rand Paul... St-
3: Our medical unit backs that up you got to love the unbiased journalist George Stephanopoulos, don't you? You really do. This guy is good, man. He's good. It's, it's amazing that he was the communications director for Bill Clinton. Isn't it amazing? He's good. Our medical team backs that up. And even the question, you could hear the bias in the question. Just, just one more time here with the question. I just, this, this caught me here. The U.S. was funding risky COVID
5: research in Wuhan, was kicked up again this week when the NIH released a letter about that research, which showed that the subcontractor had not disclosed some results in a timely manner. Now, Now, some critics and analysts have seized on that to say you and others have misled the public. About U.S. funding of this so-called gain of function yeah. some critics have the seized NIH on says that. that's false. Our medical unit backs our that medical up. unit and backs Randpol that up. Stepped up that criticism mm-hmm. in a new interview with Axios on HBO. Let's play it. Doctor so, uh, Fox, you should be fired. Absolutely by the president. Yeah,
2: absolutely. The thing is, is just for lack of judgment, of nothing else, I you know, he's probably never going to admit that he lied. He's going to continue to dissemble and try to work around the truth and massage the truth.
5: I want to give you the opportunity to respond to senator paul but also yeah. explain what was the united states funding what wasn't it funding and why that's important
1: well i i obviously totally disagree with senator paul he's absolutely incorrect neither i nor dr francis collins the director of the nih lied or misled about what we've done the framework under which we have guidance about the conduct of research that we fund. The funding at the Wuhan Institute was to be a bat viruses in China. And the research was very strictly under what we call a framework of oversight of the type of research. And under those conditions, which we've explained very, very clearly, does not constitute research of gain of function of concern. There are people who interpret it that way, but when you look at the framework under which the guidance is, that is not the case. So I have to respectfully disagree with Senator Paul. He is not correct that we lied or misled the Congress. Yeah,
3: no, you're he's lying again. All right, so think about it now. You're in this biosafety level three or two in Wuhan, China. You've given money to EcoHealth Alliance, they're studying that coronaviruses. The problem is, we don't know how far China's going with this. We don't know what the military's doing in the middle of the night or in the middle of the day, for that matter. We have no idea. And that's the point that's been made ever since. And yes, they were working on gain of function. Of course they were. What he's trying to do is to say that COVID 19 did not come out of their little Frankenstein experiments. That's, that's what Fauci, that's the excuse Fauci's trying to give everybody. But, oh, no, no, COVID-19 didn't come out of this. We, yeah, we were playing with the virus in the lab, but like, just exactly like I've been telling you since March of 2020, we've been playing with the virus in the lab. I'm saying, I've been telling you that, not Fauci, he's been lying to you ever since. But it didn't lead to COVID-19. How do we know? We don't know that. How do we know that? But they just, now Fauci's just saying that, everybody goes, oh, okay, well then that's the case then, okay, great. And we'll blame EcoHealth Alliance for going outside the parameters of the grant application. Just like we'll blame uh, other bureaucrats at NIH for killing all these dogs, all these puppies that have been killed in experiments that you were also, your agency was funding. We'll, we'll blame them and you had nothing, you didn't know about it, nothing is going on. How about this? If these bureaucrat hacks don't know what's going on in their agencies and how the money's being spent, maybe it's a sign they need to go. Maybe it's a sign that they're done and they need to go. I'm just pointing that out. If you don't know what's happening in your agency, you've probably been there too long. Don't you think? You've probably been there way too long. So I'm glad that Rand Paul's pushing back. They need to have a a hearing, put him under oath again, and get him on record. Fauci. And then if he lies, which he's already done, I think you've got grounds to charge him already. And deal with it that way. NIH is stating that Equal Health Alliance violated the terms and conditions of the grant. But, this proves that they did do gain-of-function research. Now they're just trying to pass the buck to say this is all on, on, on EcoHealth Alliance. Come on. Don't buy that. Don't fall for that. These people are such liars. They really are. They're such absolute liars.
2: Let's cut through the BS. This is the Rich Zeoli Podcast.
4: All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time?